0: Albert Einstein once said, we cannot solve problems by using the same kind of thinking we used when we created them. Keep this in mind, as we discussed today, why all of a sudden major retailers in America, like Walmart, are canceling billions of dollars in order? And how and what will it mean for the American economy moving forward? My name is Dr. David Wallaloo.
1: And my name is Elizabeth Ann Stewart.
0: And you are watching Geopolitics in Conflict. All right, what's what's going on with this all of a right. sudden?
1: So uh, this is something that I feel like is not getting enough
0: attention. <laughs> I, attention. <laughs> you
1: know, I say that a lot. Every time yeah. I, I get on one of these shows, I seem to say that. But the truth is that this is an extremely important indicator uh, that that you know recession is imminent if it is not already here. So we hear a lot of talk about the recession, but then you know you go out to, to restaurants and they're still packed mm-hmm. with people, mm-hmm. and you know it's it's hard to sort of see it coming. But we have some very important indicators right now that something very serious is coming. It's coming. Walmart yeah. is smart, Target is smart. These are businesses whose entire jobs are to pay attention to what sells and what doesn't. And the fact that they're cancelling billions of dollars worth of orders is a really, really big sign that really needs to be paid attention to.
0: And the question becomes, do they know something we don't? Yes. So is this, because if you take this into, uh, uh, as I always say, you look for the trends. Absolutely. If you tie this to... What's going on in the energy market? What's going on in Europe? Mm-hmm. What's going on even here in the U.S., mm-hmm. in certain states? There are certain things that don't get reported as, as in detail. And you draw that picture as to, okay, why well, all of a sudden they will be canceling billions as we are gearing towards the holidays.
1: And that's the big thing, right? Because in 2001, there was actually a, a little a mini crisis uh-huh. about whether there would be enough inventory for the holidays for 2021. Yeah. Well, now here we are. We're looking at that the holidays for 2022, which is typically when retailers sell the bulk of their product. That's that's actually why it's called Black Friday. Friday, yeah. is because they finally become profitable. So, looking at what is happening here, why are they canceling orders like this? And so let's hear a little bit from uh, John David Rainey, who is Walmart's EVP and CFO, uh, said that they were reducing exposure, exposure which means uh, how, how much inventory, inventory they carry in particular areas. So reducing exposure in electronics, home goods, and sp- sporting goods, and canceled billions of dollars in orders to realign inventories. So mm. there is the argument that they have excess inventory, these, these companies have excess inventory, and, oh, they're just trying to realign inventory. However, that still means that they have inventory that didn't sell, sell.
0: Yeah. over
1: a particular time frame.
0: I don't buy his argument.
1: I don't know. Either. I don't buy but his what argument. Is he
0: going to sell? And you know why I don't buy his argument? It's because I look at the big picture. Absolutely. And you look at the energy market. Mm-hmm. And you look exactly what's going on in Europe. And it makes you wonder, how can be the leaders of the European Union, some countries in Europe, in the European Union, be that oblivious to understanding that the price of energy is going up, and yet the government is not coming up with policies to reverse course. Absolutely. And I'll tie this decision now of, uh, as a matter of fact, what's his name? The, the head of FedEx.
1: Yeah, so Raj, um, I hope yeah. I pronounced this correctly, Subramanian...
0: Subramanian.
1: Thank you. Subramanian. Subramanian. Yeah,
0: yeah he's the one who argued that, well, this is basically an indication of recession. Well, we all knew back then, An average Joe, average Jane, uh, I'm, I'm not talking about the depth of economy here, because we're not an economist, but it's common sense when you see inflation going up that high. You realize, well, wait a minute, what's after this? The government will only have two options for this, either to raise uh, interest rates, which will, of course, make the situation aggravated even more. We experienced this back in the 80s when Reagan was the president. And if I remember to recall, because I remember reading something, the inflation rose to about 14%. Yeah. And the interest rate rose to about 18%. Because you always have to have interest rate higher than the inflation inflation rate rate. if you want to fight it. But there is one basic in economics that everybody should understand. Uh, Most economists will understand this, is Mm -hmm. that you time the number of the inflation, time Mm 2.8. So when our government says inflation is at 6.5, multiply that by 2.8. Because, come on, are we going to trust the government? Right. Well, come on.
1: And, and especially considering what reality actually looks like, right? So everything costs more. Everything. Everything costs substantially more than it did a couple of years ago, or frankly, even a year ago. Yeah. And so I, I think uh, the FedEx CEO was probably the first one to come out and honestly say that we're... And, and the thing is... He didn't just say we're experiencing a recession here in the United States. He talked about a worldwide recession. And that's part of the reason we're bringing it to you, is this is not just a United States problem. No, 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 it's a global. This is a global problem. It's
0: a global one. That is indeed, because it's going to impact. Oh, you look at it just in the energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at just energy as an example now. You know, every country on a planet is dealing with energy. You know, right. I mean, uh, of course, you take, for example, uh, uh, Saudi Arabia as an example. Right. They're not going to, because they are a major oil producer, they are. let alone they are purchasing oil from Russia at a discounted price, but turning around yeah. and selling it. at a, It's a smart business decision. Do you blame them for that? So when the U.S. went over and asked them for oil, they said, heck no. Mm-hmm. We're well, not going to give you oil. They, they have their own reasons for that. I mean, it becomes, a, so with the idea of the recession on a global level, He's right, mm-hmm. the, the FedEx CEO. So it's pending it's because we can't be pretending right. that this is everything is fine. It is fine due to the failed policies implemented by the government. Absolutely. And this is, leads me to talk about one particular aspect that has to do with well, how much say do you give the people? Because the government drives its authority from the people.
1: Absolutely. Well, hypothetically, that's
0: the case. That's yes. how I suppose. Yes. Well, this is why uh, if you happen to be an American watching this, you notice mm-hmm. we don't have something in an American system called the referendum. Mm-hmm. Why we don't have that? Because referendum, you allow the voices of the people to be taken into consideration. Not even that. They are the one deciding on the matter.
1: Yeah.
0: The U.S. system doesn't even have a referendum, period, which means the government finds it convenient that they're gonna decide whatever they decide, and there is no other way. Yeah. Well, one of them will be, if hypothetically we had a referendum, we could be voting, for example, on how the government spends our money.
1: That would, and, and you know, I think it's been one of the biggest, since, since I was even a kid, mm. you know, people talked about the way that tax dollars were spent. And that, you know, this is obviously the amount of tax dollars that we can see specifically. There's a lot of tax dollars that get spent that nobody even talks about how they're spent and some that are not even documented how they're spent. But to, to take a look at right now, how how money is being spent and for the most so. There's also a huge gap between what the United States is bringing in, in terms of tax dollars mm-hmm. and then interest on student loans and all of that versus the amount of debt that we have right now. Mm-hmm. So even looking at, you're, you're not even voting with your tax dollars. This is money that's, that's basically loans. This is, this is loans that the government has taken out and then are pay, is paying that money yeah. out.
0: Well, that's why our, I mean, if you notice one trend that's going on around the world right now, mm-hmm. is that most countries are stocking up on gold.
1: Yeah, I did you know, see that. I've been
0: following this. I had a talk this morning with a buddy of mine in another country, uh, without naming that. And, and one of the conversations was about the gold. And usually I trust his information. I know the guy for yeah. years and years. And yeah, you are right. Countries are stacking up on gold. It's because in our case, most Americans... not
1: just countries. Yeah. Very wealthy people have had large stocks of oh, gold yeah. for a long time.
0: Yeah. And majority of Americans have no clue how to our debt is accumulating. But there is nothing to back it up. I am reminded of what happened in 1929. With the Great Depression. And the whole the Great Depression thing was there was so much money circulating yeah. with nothing to back it up. It's yeah. the same scenario we are experiencing. Absolutely. I look at, for example, uh, I looked at one, one stats about the, uh, just the interest on credit cards reaching about $2.2 2 trillion. Yeah. That's just interest. That's just credit cards. We're not talking student loan. We're not talking car loans. We're not talking mortgages and anything else. Yep. And with the $31 trillion we have in debt, which by the way, we're going to be adding $2 trillion to it within a year. By the end of this year, yeah. we're going to be adding $2 trillion to it. Yeah. So it becomes the question of, well, why aren't you, the government, not allowing a say for the people to, like, wait a minute, let's you, it's like in a family. If mm-hmm. you only have your family and the spending go out of control, what do you do? You ask members of the family sit down. Yeah, we're gonna talk and figure out these finances.
1: Well, but who likes giving up power? And that's I, that's a human trait. Unfortunately, when people get power, they're very they're very unlikely to want to give it back yeah. to anybody else. And especially when it comes to money, if you had basically unlimited money yeah. and you had an unlimited say as to where it went, for the most part. What would you do? Would you yeah, want to give that power no. back over?
0: And I can see that with some billionaires here in the US without naming names, yeah. I can see that. They get involved in areas that have no knowledge about, have no authority whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And the third question becomes is, who gives them that right and authority to speak on behalf of the everybody else? Like, who are you to tell me right. what's good for me? Right. <laughs> you know, I know my needs, I know my limits, I know my resources. And that's where it what it ends up. I wanted to mention something about while we're talking about this cons- U.S. consumers and so forth, the U.S. utility consumers faced now with some of their largest bills in years. So I, the I, issue- I
1: can I can attest to that being true. Yeah.
0: Well, I had my utility before I was 600 bucks, and I was Me like, oh, maybe they made a mistake. I called. No. Nope. Believe it or not, I called, thinking right. that it was yeah. an, it was an error of sort, whatever. It's like, well, wait a minute. Then it becomes a question. How did we get here? Why are we paying this much? Yeah. You know, and I usually don't waste electricity. Well, I use what I need, basics. Yeah. But this much become a much bigger problem than when you look at what's going on in Europe, mm-hmm. you start to think about, okay, why is the government, whether here or there, right. are implementing this kind of policies that are not mm-hmm. in service of the people?
1: Right. Right. And that's a fantastic question. And that's one that I, I, if you guys are watching this, that's one to definitely be asking yourself and start some outside of the box thinking on that. But I want to bring it a little bit back to what we're talking Mm -hmm. about right now, because, you know, there are always signs of things before big things come. Yeah. Right. There's always signs and for walmart target uh, i know under armor is also it's not a retailer but it's a it's a brand Cole. Also, kohl's, Cole also kohl's which is also a retailer, a retailer has canceled uh billions of dollars mm. in orders at this point and these are I and mean, for for target to cancel i think it's like a billion and a half worth of inventory of goods that's a big deal it is that's a really big deal and and here's what i want you guys to consider it, it isn't just affecting the people who are buying these goods right So the people aren't buying them people in the United States aren't buying them. If they aren't buying them then who's who's making them right So the, yeah. country almost everything here is made in either China or India somewhere in Bangladesh yep. Yeah,
0: Vietnam, Laos.
1: they, the manufacturers, the people who work in these factories, they're also impacted by this. The people who provide the raw materials are also impacted by this. The shipping, the, the shippers like FedEx, for example, they're impacted negatively by this. And so we really are looking at something that isn't just isolated. It's global. And so wherever you are in the world, Pay attention to this because it's actually very, very important.
0: Yeah. yeah, things don't happen in a vacuum. They don't. They don't. And, and like, like we said at the beginning, do they know something we don't? And that's what I'm leaning towards. There's more into this than meets mm-hmm. the eye. You know, I never trust the government. I will never trust the government. That's just me and I speak for myself. Uh, knowing what I know, and and just the way it is. The the
1: thing about trust is that trust is earned over time. Of course. It's not just something that you just give to somebody and then, you know, that's it, right? Trust is earned over time. And if you're dealing with a circumstance where someone has broken trust over and over and over again, why would you trust them? And that goes for governments or people.
0: Well, we come now to the same question in Europe. Europeans now, it's kind of, they are... You know, and I talk to people in Europe. Yeah. You know, they are so confused. And the way they are confused is to why is a head of a government embarking on a policies that are goes against the will of the people? We voted you in the office to serve us, not the other way around. Yeah. And even with that, I am leaning more and more towards now are those leaders being ordered?
1: Yeah. That's a great. You know, question. is it
0: being planned? Is you know, things you know, you got to think outside the box. Absolutely. So when we think about the the retail industry here in the U.S. canceling these billions of dollars in order, out of the blue, makes you just wonder. Yes, the recession, the possibility of it, even though. I just heard uh, Jerome Powell, the head of the Feds, which, by the way, majority of Americans do not know that the Feds have nothing to do with the government.
1: Absolutely. That's a great point. (laughs) Please go into that a little further, because that's a very important point that almost nobody
0: knows. That's what they call the Federal Reserve, but it has nothing to do with the government. It
1: has as much to do with the government as FedEx does.
0: Exactly. It's a cartel of banks that decides on what the interest will be and all that. So of course, any cartel, you look at it like OPEC, mm-hmm. they're gonna think about the bottom line. Yep. That's, that's the, uh, it just amazes me how majority of Americans have no clue about. The...
1: And that's a big thing to not know much about. <laughs> yeah. But you know, growing up, I wasn't taught that in school.
0: No, they won't, they won't teach that in school. Yeah. Uh, the education system is, is messed up. Yeah. It's, it's transactional, as I always say, at the bottom line is the dollar, it's not the education, and, and, and I teach, and so uh, at least I teach differently in my classrooms, yeah. and uh, it's sad, it's very, very sad to see, uh, you wonder why we don't know much about other countries, we don't know much about other histories, we don't know, we're not willing to even read, yeah. we don't read, we are poor readers, and I'll say it. You know, no, no offense to any mm. of my fellow Americans, uh, but we are not, you know, well, out so of the Well, I think
1: it actually has a lot to do with the fact that people, especially young people, can't yeah. figure out why it's important to know these things. Yeah, And it's it's very much a failing of the education system that it yeah. doesn't make that information relevant So whatever it is you're learning, you may be you may be learning some kind of basic facts and especially Mm. history. Mm. But understanding why history matters, you know, if every if every student was taught that history repeats and that history is actually a cycle and it's not linear, you were talking about the Great Depression earlier. Yeah, that was approximately 80 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so as we're talking about history repeating in cycles, you know, there's, there's actually a lot of very smart people that are talking about the cycles of history right now. Yeah. If every student knew that history repeated in cycles and that what they're experiencing now has happened before and what's to come yeah. is a crisis, which is yeah. what we're facing right now, maybe they would pay a little bit more attention because in their lifetime, they would face a Great Depression, they would face a large recession, they would face a war, or a large crisis. If they knew that that was coming in their future, or if that was what was happening to them now, they would have a reference point for why that actually mattered.
0: That's why I keep telling my students, do not sink yourself into student loan debt, Mm -hmm. because you'll never get out of it. So. So I'd say it's just very, very interesting how, and that's the reason why we wanted to tackle this issue today, just to highlight You know, there is always something behind the scenes or what meet the eye that might not become clear to us till later on. And some of us who likes to think far ahead, we want to get ahead of it by at least presenting you with information that it might be useful to you or might not be. That depends, again, how you use the information. So
1: We, we hope that you find it useful.
0: Yeah, let's hope so. Any final thoughts before we close this out?
1: That's it. This is a big deal. Pay attention and start putting the puzzle pieces together. I think, I think that's maybe the most important thing. We can't put the puzzle together for you, but what we can give you is pieces to pay attention to.
0: Indeed. Well, as we always say, prepare yourself for a change in world order. Till next time. Bye-bye.